Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! Thank you for joining us today. If this is the first show you've ever listened to, Go back. We have over three or four hundred episodes of all this stuff, and we keep it real. To we help have you close to five hundred episodes. Heck yeah! With four million downloads. <laughs> four million. We hit four million. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, folks. Sorry. Yeah. Woo. Yes. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Um, today we are going to talk about, and this is a surprise. It's a surprise. Oh, Imagine my oh. surprise. We are going to talk about what leadership looks like in our home and how hmm. it's shifting. And all the things um, that sort of goes with that. So it says navigating leadership in the Studley home. Nice. Because um, a bunch of stuff is shifting. And we have a lot of things to like update and fill you in about. And it has to do with all sorts of different books we've read. And Seth has no idea that we're talking about this. So it's going to be extra fun. Mm. Um, but, but uh, I want to get your thoughts on just the title. What do you think we're going to talk about? What are your thoughts on leadership? What do I th- mean by it's changing? All that jazz. Hmm. Like, do you have thoughts on it? Or do you know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah, I think there was a there was actually a shift in this stuff in my line of thinking just this morning. And it's not like my line of thinking like, oh, throw everything out. We're changing everything. No, <laughs> it's not Bath that water, at all. baby. House. Keep on. And you were saying stuff about your own personal brand versus anatomy of us world Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And of course, we've thought about this before to a degree, but with you going recently down to uh, Southern California and meeting amazing... Um, Amazing. (laughs) Man, the South came out. People are amazing. The South came out. Maybe maybe that's what the South will rise again. Like I've I've had, you know... it's always it's all usually on a rebel flag in the south, you know. Forgive us, this and, is and not. They're not our... talking about the civil war. They're just talking about p- southern people that move away, and then their accent comes back. It's like, oh, there it was. That's what they meant. Okay, the whole time. I don't know, folks. Yeah, probably not. Forgive him. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he knows not what he does. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> You're silly. Um, what was I saying? Oh, and you met amazing millionaires and billionaires, all ladies, right? Mm -hmm. Ladies. Entrepreneurs, all this stuff. And you were talking about, it just hit different when you were talking about your own personal (laughs) brand. I'm like, yes, that is a thing. I mean, of course, it's been a thing, Mm -hmm. but it's a thing. So that Mm -hmm. is what I was thinking about this morning. But as far as what I'm thinking about of the leadership and things Mm -hmm. like that, uh, I think we're leaning into more of what we are innately good at. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Not pre-prescribed prescribed roles of, hey, 
Seth does this, Melanie does this, always no room for right. error kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually leaning into what we are good at, right. right? And just one straight off the bat, you are better at getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, well, hold on, I take that back. Different, I get, different I get a lot of stuff We've done. We've got very different <laughs> skill right? sets. But different skill sets and really leaning into that and investing into it more mm-hmm. to a d- different degree than we have even in our like 18 plus years right. of togetherness. Well, like systematizing our strengths is yes. really what we're doing and mm-hmm. what we're working on. And what's funny is I have to go back to this all started with G.S. Youngblood's book, mm. Something About Masculinity and Relationship. Masculinity and Relationship, that's what it's called, right? Um, and it, I, read, I read part of it. Seth read it. They read it in the men's group. Yep. And when I, we interviewed him, and I just like bristled at the title. I didn't like it. I, it was really funny. So many women were like, it's very polarizing. The book either is like massively helpful for people or it's like, nah, I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it's interesting how it does. But I will say there is tons of really great stuff in it for men specifically. So read it. I am not saying don't read it. I do think there's an element that of, um, of like treating women a little bit weirdly that I'm not here for. But it did create a massive amount of conversation within our women's group, coaching groups. Like we would spend whole <laughs> calls on it. Mm-hmm. Like some women would be like, I don't have anything to talk about, but I want to talk about that episode. Yeah. So they would like, let's just talk about it. And they would hash it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, what, it, what it did for me, and I've been really thinking about this a lot. Cause I'm like, why did it have such an, a, an impact on how I view masculinity and, and femininity and our marriage and leadership and blah, blah, blah. And it was, and I think, again, I haven't finished the book, so I am not even going to say that I know all that he says. It's not right or fair or good for me to even say that. But from what I read, what it highlighted for me was that it sounded like masculinity, and I know he doesn't say this, so forgive me, but it was like he listed all these traits, leadership, logical thinking, um, problem solving, all of that. He listed all those traits as masculine. And then he went over here and said, well, feminine, and he says it in the book, women just get confused and they, they don't know what to do with their big emotional moments. And I'm like, that's the exact opposite of my life. Like, I am linear. I am problem-solving oriented. I am a leader. Like, all of the things that fell under the masculine category are what you would say I am. And then a lot of the things that fall under the feminine category are what Seth is. Uh, do you agree with that? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have to give some context to that because we all have, and this is something that I'm still super interested in. We could use last night as context. I mean, that was a perfect example. Uh, well, no, I'm thinking like, there's another shield bug. Crawling. All the shield bugs. That's his own personal balcony now. Oh, he's, he might he's be singing over. in Italian no. over the, ah! There's like, I don't know if they're stink bugs. We call them shield bugs. They're hilarious. And there's a anyway, it's like them. season and they're in the house all the time. Uh, so, mm. we're just going to dead air it right now? Just not even talk? I, I'm interested in the biological piece that makes people masculine and makes people feminine. Right. Sure. Those are, but that's like, that's 
not the same thing as what, that's not leadership. That's not what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, I don't know, that's where it, it, it went, it unraveled for me when I was reading his book and listening to him talk and reviewing what he said and hearing what the women were saying. And then it ended up actually Natalie in our group was like, yeah, this book was super helpful for my husband and I. And we talked, they talked about, I think there was another podcast where they talk about a different person talks about not leaning. It's not masculine and feminine. It's not that it's like leaning into your strengths. Right. And we do not. So again, I was irritated because he kept saying that men are this, they're linear thinkers, they're problem solvers. They're, they're the ones that say stable in the emotional, whatever. And I'm like, that's just not, that's not our marriage. Mm -hmm. And so all of that to say, it was sort of the first, uh, I would say like the little stone that starts the avalanche falling down or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it led to some really good conversations and then, and like good emails. We t I tend to write emails at night to Seth where there's like no distractions and I can like get all the thoughts out and clarify my feelings and everything. And, uh, basically saying like, Hey, you know, I really don't think how we do stuff works for us. Like it don't, I just don't think it does. It feels, uh, like divided. It doesn't feel like we're a team. And I think it doesn't feel like we're a team because we're actually not leaning into like our highest selves, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so then top that off with finding out about the live out loud event in orange County at the, what is it called? Ritz Carlton. Um, and it is a business event for female entrepreneurs, faith-based female entrepreneurs who are like high earners. And I went mm -hmm. at, Again, the Ritz Carlton. I dressed drastically inappropriately. It was comically, comically comical. But uh, but sitting in a room of I think 150 women, and there was 21 speakers. This event was three days long, three nights, four days, three and a half. It was unbelievable. And all of these women, again, now I'm going to repeat that this is a faith based conference. So these are women who were raised in the church, which is. The opposite, if you don't know, we attended Mars Hill in Seattle and were there when it all fell apart. It's the opposite of like, let the women talk, let the women lead. It's like, why is that woman not up near where the men are? And why mm -hmm. is she speaking? She shouldn't be doing that. And so I had that sort of Mars Hill egg wash on, on egg my wash. brain. I don't know, like a, a wash of it. Um, I had that like in my mind somewhere trying to sort that out. And then I have G.S. Youngblood saying men are logical thinkers. They stay calm when stuff is crazy. They are problem solvers. And I'm better at those, uh, at not all of them, but many of them. Uh, I'm better at a lot of that kind of thing. And so it was just like my brain had like five different things happening. All these millionaire ladies and Mars Hill Church and G.S. Youngblood and then our actual lives and how leadership how, what I want to do in our marriage, but what I don't feel like I couldn't do. And so that was sort of, that's kind of the avalanche moment. Here's, I just had an insights. When I think of masculine and feminine, as our friend Sadhguru the masculine and the feminine. talks about, I, I think of the more very overt characteristics of a masculine man and a feminine woman. Like, again, I go back to nature, right? And then I go to like history and warriors. I and, just and every war. time you say that, I get what you're saying, but you don't know a female bear from a male bear. You have to go. Wait, did it have horns? Is it a female? Okay, it's a female. It's an oh, it was a bull. I can tell. No, you can't. <laughs> and that's what drives me crazy. Is that? And okay, then guess fine. what? In nature, most often the male of the species are prettier. They're colorful. 
there's a, a peacock and a peahen. A peahen doesn't peahen. have, that's what they're called. They don't have any, ah, she'll put on the loose. They don't have any beautiful, I mean, they have feathers, but they're not pretty colored. And roosters, okay, okay, I mean, I got a little you're, that's what drives me crazy. Okay, so scratch the nature thing, right? Of course, we are natural beings, just a part of nature. But in the masculine and feminine, I think of having babies, female, nurturing motherly estrogen, right? Which is totally natural, right? And then, talking about humans here, and then masculine male, sure, some nurturing characteristics, stuff like that. But, hist- like, okay, the men go to war, the men die, the men go to the door if there's a bad guy at it with a gun or a golf club or a baseball bat and stuff like that, right? So that's what I think about, which I'm not here to argue that, but I, and that honestly has nothing to do with like traditional church roles or anything. You know what I'm saying? Because I think you're thinking of masculine, feminine, oh, a, a woman can't preach or a woman can't do this or whatnot. I'm not really thinking. I'm not thinking that. that. I'm not I'm, thinking. I'm that, thinking but. like, hell yeah, do anything, whatever you want. But we both know that if somebody's at the door, who's going? Right? I am, kind of thing, and that's totally fine. But that doesn't mean we're not saying, okay, Melanie, I get, I'm, you know, let you be masculine or or whatever, and saying just because you're a woman, you can't go to the door and shoot somebody if they're there, right? <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so I think it's more, it's a let's kind of like tie this in or wrap it up. It's like, how, how, what does that look like now? So we're wrapping it up. You, we're 13 no, 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 minutes no, no, no. in. Not wrapping the show up, but like <laughs> tying back into like, okay, what are we got? What are we even talking well, about? Well, Let me say something though, because this is really important. And this is something I have heard repeated for ever seen it forever. And someone in the women's group, I can't remember which woman it was, mm-hmm. was talking about. So this is really the issue that I have is that, if we use leadership as leadership and masculinity go hand in hand. And what I have seen behind the scenes, and I don't know if I talked to you about this, but men are being set up with uh, now, not every man is being set up with this. And if this is something that you think is happening in your marriage, tread lightly when you speak about this, because it might piss a lot of people off, but you have seen where a man thinks they're the leader while literally everyone else makes the whole world so that the man doesn't have to step into anything he doesn't want to do or doesn't like or whatever. So all, and the the thing that the person said in the group was the men are called the leader while the women are behind the scenes running everything, making Mm -hmm. sure that the world is perfect for this leader who literally doesn't lead. Mm -hmm. And so that's where that dynamic is so stupid. And then to value, oh, well, they're the leader. They're the man. Mm-hmm. They, you know, produce semen. It, uh, somehow that matters. So that would be leading without merit. Right. And most men do that. Right. And that's what I'm trying to get Honestly, at. It's, a, it's, it's a cultural thing. It's like you're, you're born into it kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, just because I'm a guy, I, that means I'm a leader. Right. And... A lot of the guys that I listen to are like, uh, no, that's that's BS. Like, you have to earn this stuff. It's like a meritocracy, like a merit-based positioning kind of thing. Um, I think 
we're all leaders, especially if you're a dad or a mom in a marriage with kids. You're a leader. You're a leader by default. You're a leader by default. You're either a good one or mm-hmm. a bad one, right? And a lot of men are bad leaders by default, mm-hmm. but thinking, well, I'm the leader. This is how it should be. Right. Kind of thing, right? Right. And so that's goofy. Yeah. Right. I mean, just look at like the business place. There are zillions of female entrepreneurs who are leading multi-billion and million dollar companies. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, they can run, they can run a, you know, $100 million a year business with 400 employees, but they can't lead a church of like 50 congregants. Mm -hmm. That's silly. Right. Well, and again, the sort of the leadership, what did you say? Leadership without merit is what I am trying to get at because even the evidence, now I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but it's really important for, I think, people to, for couples to be able to talk about this stuff openly. And if this conversation generates that conversation in your marriage and can begin your pathway of like more balanced co-leading or whatever in your marriage, Mm -hmm. then I'm here to do that. Um, But in my mind, even the evidence of like, I would try to step in and be like, hey, this is maybe not the best choice. It would. It was like the, you said we inherit it, like you inherit it from your family of origin. Well, I'm the leader, and the church tells me I am. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sure, you can have an opinion, but it's I'm still gonna do what I want. Mm-hmm. Like that was a thing that was not doesn't happen now. But um, why I'm saying that is that I would try to bring you evidence that like, hey, maybe that isn't helpful. Like, hey, maybe we should talk about this together. Mm-hmm. Hey. Maybe we should sit down and have a business meeting before we spend money on this thing or sell that thing or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where when people have this presupposed idea that they are in charge, that their their opinion is higher, that they are the smarter one, the more logical one, the more whatever. If that's what they're holding on to, they're missing all the other stuff. They're missing all of the like, what does the evidence say? What is like, is there like a... Uh, is there good evidence to support this claim or not? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, too often, especially in church settings, but just in globally in the culture we are in, uh, it's that unmerited leadership. What did you say? Leading without merit mm-hmm. <clears throat> that I believe creates a lot of tension. And here's why. So if you say that you're going to lead something that you're actually not as good at as I am mm-hmm. or just naturally gifted or whatever and vice versa, it causes conflict. So perfect example, completely so common. It's almost ridiculous at this point how frequently the women in the group have said this, that their husbands are, get ready for it, drum roll please, much better cooks than they are. Almost all of them are like, I'm a terrible cook. I can bake. I can do these other things. I can make you a margarita, but I cannot cook. (laughs) Why is that so funny? I'm not a chef, but I'm a mixologist. So, I mean, that's true. I'm not right. being silly. This is funny. Like, that was a funny example. I mean, it is true. I can make you a Ramos gin fizz, mm. but I can't make you a, you know, chicken pot pie. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but uh, that one thing alone. It's a savory poultry delight. <laughs> <laughs> that I, one I idea of like, oh, well, women are supposed to cook. And men, that's a that's beneath them, and they're masculine, and masculine men don't do that, and decisive masculine men certainly don't do that. And you're just like setting up your relationship for the most amount of tension and terrible meals and upset feelings and disappointment ever. Because for a long time, 
you, there's another shield bug. Uh, it was coming right at us. Sorry. For the longest time, you wanted me to cook like all the time. And I was terrible mm -hmm. at it. And it was a, I think that falls under that category of like, we're not examining these things because they fall under this heading of masculine and feminine and, and like what women are supposed to do and what men are supposed to do. Well, that even, even masculine and feminine, not in the scenario, we go to what we know kind of thing, you know? So if my mom cooked all the time and dad was just out working all the time, that's what I know. Right. So it's normalized for me. Right. right? And that was the case in your family too. Mm -hmm. So are we surprised that we kind of walked into that paradigm? No. no. Yeah. But then we figured out, wait a minute, I'm better at this than she is, mm -hmm. or I'm better at this than he is. Why don't I do it? Right. Oh, it doesn't look, I mean, hello. That's what our whole podcast is about. It's growth right. mindset, unlearning what you grew up with, unlearning what your family of origin gave to you, mm -hmm. uh, taking the things. We have this conversation all the time, taking the good things from your family of origin, taking the good things of my family of origin. It's the Melanian approach to positive family ego mass. <laughs> yes, it is. And incorporating those and perpetuating those and not perpetuating the things we the don't stuff want. we don't yeah. want, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously, what is it? Simple. Oh man, what is the saying? So I don't know. Something like simple is the hardest thing, but then it's also the best and easiest thing. <laughs> simple is hard, but it's easy. <laughs> slow is fast, and fast is slow. That's what I was thinking. Is actually that quote? Um, Something like that, but. Well, and so I, so I do, yes, I agree. And mm -hmm. I want to talk about like, what does it mean for us now? So uh, there, well, actually, I would like to know what you see as the sort of like perceived shifts in what leadership looks like in our home in, over the last like two weeks even. Or what has changed? Dead air. Dead air, again. Okay. What? That was a cricket noise for all of you who wondered what that split-second squeak noise was. <laughs> we need new patches, I tell you. i got to download some. Uh, so say that question again. What do you believe has changed in the last two weeks of me reading that book, going down to California, meeting with those women, having these conversations? What is your like, oh, yeah, this is definitely different. You really want to know what, I've, what I think has changed? Of course you do. You asked me the question. <laughs> Glad we're on the same page. I think that you have stepped in to a different paradigm for yourself. I think you are more empowered and you actually believe that you are capable of things. Now, you believe that before, but being around these other like genuine kick-ass ladies who are millionaires and they're act some of our actual billionaires, yeah. correct? Flying their private jets. Flying their private literally jets. Literally from Florida to California. That, that was, and because like all the ladies, for some reason, cosmically flocked to you well, and said, you are not all the ladies. The stuff, you know? Yes. Um, what are you doing? I'm trying to find something really funny. I got keep talking. I, I, I think that although they're kind of, you know, we, we primed the pump in our own home even before you went down there, mm -hmm. I think that as you, the conversations that we had when you were down there and since you've been here back, that you believe in yourself differently, I think. And that changes 
some stuff. I think that you have leveled up your own perception. Okay. I don't know if you talked... Oh, you talked about it this on a, um, Anatomy of Sex uh, Patreon episode, which patreon.com forward slash Anatomy of Us if you want more episodes on sex. You're talking about how you used to be super afraid of flying mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I can think of one flight that you took alone when we were engaged, when you came out to see us, when we had a show in Denver, when I was in the band. Mm-hmm. When I was a signed record label rock and roll band, anyway. <laughs> and you flew out by yourself mm-hmm. and you flew somewhere. Then, then you flew to down to California this time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever flown by yourself other than that since we've been married? I don't think so. Denver. Did you say that one? Oh. Denver. I've only flown oh, three yeah, yeah, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three times in 18 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I've flown a, cr- a million and a three. A quadrillion times, right? <laughs> and even just you like, oh, I fly and I put you in first class, which I'm super proud of. Mm-hmm. Gooching you up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, you said it. <laughs> don't even. You know what a gooch is? No, is that like a racist term? What is that? No, it's not. So what? This don't even anyway, say it. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to know. It's a funny thing. Anyway, uh, you, I think you, you. It's kind of like even when we when we went to Las Vegas a couple weeks ago, and we're listening to the million dollar a month panel. We were like, mm-hmm. wait, 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 wait. This is a thing, right? What? And then you just kind of level up, right? <laughs> And with the incorporation and actual doing the things in the Power Couple Planner that you created, thank you very much. It's awesome. It's coming soon. Power Couple Planner. <laughs> like, there, there's, no, there's no thought about like, okay, planned sex, right? Planned intimacy. Planned, hey, let's do this fun thing. Planned this. There's no thought about it. It's all in the thing because we know that every single thing in the planner will tear up to a healthier relationship, right? So there's no like, oh, I don't want to, or this or this, or you didn't do foreplay, or like, we don't uh, plan it or anything. It's like, oh, we planned it. Let's do it kind mm-hmm. of thing. So that is how I think that you have personally leveled up in that. And like, you're, it's like you're, it's like you are synthesizing things differently. Does that make sense? Yes, but do you not see that? And this is where I really want to just kind of push back. I made the power couple planner months ago. Right. Tried to get you to fill it out for months. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think, I think you're looking at it and going, oh, she was around all, I, I genuinely think you saw all of those badass ladies that I was around. You saw that women can lead. You are seeing it. And now I think literally because I'm saying, hey, I don't think this is working. You're seeing it differently mm-hmm. because not much has changed from my end. The only thing that, and this is where I think it's important, and, and this is us literally having a conversation about it. I don't know what the outcome is. I don't know what he thinks or blah, blah, blah. But like those things were already being, they were, they were happening for years. Mm-hmm. I was leading in that way without the reciprocal respect, without the respect really mm-hmm. of that leadership. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. How, where, what changed there? Like what was it in you that went, oh, I guess I should listen. Oh, I guess this this power couple planner is smart. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I guess she is not just whatever you thought I was in the past. Because no, you've I, had a huge shift in how you see me. Right. And that's, I think, something that I would like to figure out. Not, um, again, f- to help them figure it out. To help people who are listening and going, oh my gosh, I feel this exact same way. Like, 
I have these really helpful like plans for money or plans for our house. Or if my husband would just ask me my opinion, then we would make better choices together, but Mm -hmm. he doesn't. I had a shift. Wait a minute. I had a shift in thinking. Oh, geez. Your microphone's just been pointed at the ceiling for 10 years. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I had a shift in looking at and people... Uh, hopefully go through this multiple times in their life, examining, hey, what works, what doesn't work, right? A lot of stuff has worked in our relationship, our family, in the business, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this exactly right now, right? So a lot of stuff has worked. But fundamentally, I looked at, hmm, okay, people are saying this. I'm getting this feedback. Hmm. Either resist it and fight it, and basically get nowhere or go if what's what's the people are saying this and I'm getting this feedback feedback from you feedback from uh actually letters that I received in September thank you very much and even that like even that I don't know I have so many thoughts like um, no what are you doing sorry you're texting somebody I, during our world-famous podcast? Sorry, I have to say we're podcasting right now. Sorry. Who's texting you? The lady with the chair. Oh. Um, what was I saying? Oh, and plus I have a mastermind in like two seconds. So uh, all of this, I can't think when you're doing that. Um, sorry. This is unprofessional. Uh, oh, I wrote 29. Uh, 20. So this is this is what I want to say. Like, I wish that you could see, and I'm just going to say this, and women, if you feel the same way, feel free to use my words and just say, hey, husband, listen to this. Because I deeply wish that you could see and value the way I lead our family to health. Mm-hmm. You lead in many ways. You lead in many, many great ways. Mm-hmm. But for most of our marriage, you're, you have only seen that I'm a good leader when someone else has made it abundantly clear that I'm not a bad person and I'm a good leader. Mm-hmm. It has to come from someone else's mouth for you to believe it in me. And the to only times that it's been expressed as if they're saying it first, mm-hmm. it's not like, <clears throat> you, like oh, Seth Timber, like you haven't even mentioned it. And I'm not, it's not why I did it. But even that, you mm-hmm. understand, right. is to lead you to greatness and health and prosperity and feeling great about yourself. Mm -hmm. That was an act of leadership on my part. Absolutely. To guide and help be like, man, I can see that this area, he feels insecure in this area. What would it look like if I just dumped security on him from all of his closest friends and from people he loves and people who have been in his life forever? Mm -hmm. And I guess where I, where it's, surprising to me is how little that seems to have mattered Mm. and that it's not even being tied to, oh, and that's leadership. How about this? It matters so much that things are changing in our family. You know what I'm saying? And I can give you the credit for initiating that, right? Like seeing it and going, oh, wait a minute. And then having a really good idea and go, oh, this would be helpful. You know, it's like, you're really good at problem solving. You're really good. I mean, even your necklace, you don't have it on it's a healer, right? So you lean into that role and I mean, it's phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? And I really, really appreciate it very, very much. And that's helped me to, where am I going here? That helped me to see, oh, wait a minute. It's okay to change things. It's okay to let go of these, like whatever, 
not false narratives, but things that aren't helpful anymore, and then being okay with it. I think that for guys, there's probably an insecurity around like, well, wait a minute, culture and church and like family origin has been telling me to do this forever. I just have to not do that anymore? That feels so emasculating and wrong even. And what if it doesn't work out? So I better like keep on doing whatever. But through the conversations, not any not anything that came from the letters, but through the conversations that you and I you and I have had and books and stuff. And mind you, all this works because we are like growth mindset to the max. You know and what I'm saying? And we're surrounded by community that we've created and is intentionally all growth mindset. Right. We're in masterminds. We run masterminds. We do coaching. I'm not in the frame of this shot. Forgive me. I'm sleeping out oh, in the corner. Sorry. Um, so me saying that is like, okay, we can have the, it, it's like, it's like this. It's like, I don't know why this came up to me. It's like, okay, like a great brain surgeon or something. He or she can do brain surgery, but it's because all of this other stuff that surrounds them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they went to school for a billion years. They have top techs and mm -hmm. they have te an entire technicians staff and all this stuff. It's right. Like if either one of us didn't have a growth mindset and wasn't willing to examine this, then it, it just wouldn't work. I'm not saying we wouldn't be married, but it would, you know, you you might be teaching lessons and I'd still have a 40-hour-a-week job or something like that, mm -hmm. you know? Like everybody else in the world works and does, which is not bad. But, okay, where was I going with that? Um, help me out here. I kind of lost my train of thought, and plus I have to do a, a call in 10 minutes. So Right. Well, I just wanted to sort of, it reminds me of a quote from Wayne Dyer, which is from the book, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, which is Lessons from the Tao Te Ching. And he talks about this idea of a leader. And he says, um, and I can't remember, I'm not going to say it verbatim, but he was like, a great leader um, makes leading look effortless, so much so that the people who follow say, we didn't even need a leader at all. We mm -hmm. did it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that has replayed in my head so many times where it's like, it, you didn't do it yourself. We didn't do it ourselves. Like I helped. And, and again, you, this is co-leading. So Seth's leading some things. I'm leading other things. Mm -hmm. um, but I really want to highlight that because I think so many people and in unexamined families or with unexamined family of origin are actually this like this little coven of women, this little cohort of women are actually leading, but the man is getting the accolades for leading mm -hmm. or the treatment for leading or the whatever, like he's set apart, but he's not doing anything. And that feels so terrible. It feels so terrible, but it's also like, look at the power that that strips away from people. And I think of people that we follow, like, do you think for one second that like Lexi Panos, is that her name? Mm -hmm. Lexi? Mm -hmm. Like that his, what's her husband's name? Preston Smiles. Preston, like, do you think for one second that she wants to do something, lead something, be somewhere, go somewhere, do a thing? And he's like, no. Oh, no, you can't do that. No. No, she's powerful. She's strong. She's smart. She's all the things. So think of any person like that, J-Lo, Beyonce. <laughs> Like literally anybody, mm -hmm. uh, but other, you know, probably Ed Milet's wife. I highly doubt that if she is wanting to lead in any particular way that he's like, no, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And so if we admire these people, even um, Ryan Mickler, I guarantee that his wife leads a bunch of stuff, 
but he doesn't think of it in the way that it's been presented. I think even the GS Youngblood book a little bit because he, he raises her up. Mm -hmm. He like talks about her, right? So it's, I don't know. There's something here about leadership and what shifted for us. And literally a lot of it is like, Hey, I'm actually better at this thing. And you're better at this thing. Let's swap the roles. If, if society says that you're supposed to be the, the, you know, you watch TV while I cook dinner, then let's go against what society says Mm -hmm. and do what works best for our home and in our family. Um, And I will say too, like our community was what made the difference. The call that we had with Paul and Robin was, I believe, the thing that made the difference. Mm -hmm. And Paul and Robin are both in our masterminds, right? So they were actually listeners. Then they became clients. Then they became best friends. They're our best friends. And we travel with them. Our kids are all friends. And they, Paul said, hey, y'all, I think I, think I can see what's going on. Like, will mm-hmm. you hop on a call with us? This was like two weeks ago, you guys. Right. And he, they got on a call with us. And I promise you, like, handed us the key to, like, hey, I can see. I've known you long enough. I've seen you both. I've heard you on the show. I see what catches you and what catches you and where you get stuck and where you trip up. Like, I'm here. I can support you. I understand it. So I'm saying all of that because like we said a minute ago, we surround ourselves with people that we know have our back, want the same thing for us that we want for ourselves and will fight for us even when we don't know how to fight for ourselves as a married couple. Mm-hmm. Right? So I want you to be in these groups. Go to uh, badasshusband.com. Is that what it is? That's right. And then anatomy of us uh, and go to the coaching thing and you'll see women's group coaching. But seriously, get connected with these groups. They're growing all the time, which is massively exciting. We're having to add more um, sessions and all the stuff. So it's really, really exciting. But like shameless, shameless, shameless uh, plug for being in these groups because they're transformative. And our group members transformed our marriage, right? I need you to hear that. Um, But I think this is a conversation that we should continue and have sort of it's like an unfolding, I believe, and will only continue to unfold. It's dynamic, right? It's not unfolding, it's just dynamic. Why can't it be unfolding? Not masculine enough for you? You don't like things that unfold? It has to be like wood, axes, <laughs> guns. It has to be guns. Anyway, thank you for, uh, thank you for, what is it? Man stuff, man, dude stuff. Dude stuff, dude stuff. That guy's uh, funny. Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, we will be back with another show very very soon we love you have a great day okay (laughs) send in your questions to hello anatomyofmarriage.com later thanks bye bye thanks for listening to anatomy of us this podcast is produced by my mom melanie studley and hosted by my dad seth studley our show is edited and published by our producer reba hansen from creative media support special thanks to our patreon members that get an extra episode every week Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye.